This episode was recorded on December 15th, 2020. All right, everybody, welcome to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Taylon. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. Is she, yeah, is she just like the wild card? Just like, never know what she's going to do? <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> I, I would say if anybody is the comedy uh, part, it's Emma Sue. <laughs> Mm, oh, gotcha. I see, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she has a part where she tries to stuff her dress. Mm-hmm. And it's super obvious that everybody's like, nice dress. And she's like, thank you. Now, uh, okay, Shawanta, I have a serious question. Yes. So I know you obviously like this book enough to recommend it for the show, but like, if you were talking to somebody who was like just like starting to get into manga and stuff, is this a story that you would recommend that they start to read? I would have to see the person's tolerance on gore. I think that's my main concern with this. Because mm. I think the comedy elements of this are have been fun for everybody I've discussed it with, but that's usually people who've read it already. I I don't know if I've really encountered people who don't like it. So, but yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of the tolerance of gore is like should be the first question. Because yeah, it gets pretty bad sometimes, and they're just like it's, it's very flippant, like I said. Just whatever happened. But yeah, I, I don't think I try to like recommend stuff that has a clear plot. And that's why a lot of the disclaimer that comes with this story is always like the plot's something. It's really fun though. Yeah, I would I I, I do wanna Go ahead. No, I just Oh. I was I was just gonna say that basically I I would say yeah I, I would if I was recommending it I probably would make sure that they are like really okay with being confused you know because <laughs> <laughs> like you know I know like kind of like if I backed myself up you know before I've read like some really confusing things, I would I would probably read those and be like, this is dumb. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, so I try to, like, basically use my, like, less experienced memory of myself and, like, project that onto people when I make a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Like, if it was, like, four years ago, would I like this book? <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. It's I don't know. Weird. I just don't remember why I picked up this series and why I continued it or like where I even heard about it in the first place. And I don't remember how I first felt about it, really. I think it was mostly just the like gritty kind of eh, it seems like an edgy story at the time because it's very gore mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. action, whatever. So I, I think that was sort of like the appeal to me. I was like, hey, I'm interested in edgy if it's a fun time. Which it is. But um, 
Yeah, I was gonna say, like, we should discuss more, like, the person in Kaiman's mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, feel like that was really, like, lightly touched. What do we really know about him? That he's there. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's definitely in there. Mm-hmm. He is the judge of whether or not the sorcerer turned Kaiman into a lizard. As long as that is what he is, I mean, we have what Kaiman says, like, yeah. as that is what he is doing. Uh-huh. But yeah, we don't really okay. know. True. And based on, like, how Shawenta has like... talked about this series, it's like, is that the bad guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's one of my favorite characters, actually. <laughs> but that's not me saying he's the bad guy but the person in Kaiman's mouth if that's him it's like this whole thing of like is it just you know uh, a projection of him is it him in there cause mm. he definitely appears at a certain point and I don't remember if he just stops appearing in Kaiman's mouth at that point. I think that sort of just gets resolved on its own. Hmm. Okay. Um, I I totally know what's going on with the dude in Kaiman's mouth. I do really like how you pointed out how Kaiman's just like, yeah, I just started putting people in my mouth, and this dude in there says yes or no, and he's always said no, so it's mm-hmm. obviously about who turned me into a <laughs> lizard. <laughs> just total assumption. Yeah, like, I really want the flashback for that. Like, who is the first person he put in his mouth? <laughs> and then took him out. Not just bit him, but took him out. <laughs> and then, like, he was like, hey, you know that there's a guy in there? And he was like, what? <laughs> Don't they have they have that one scene where Nikito is like, let me get out of the camera and let's try to get a picture of the guy in your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that the only answer to that question of whether or not the pictures came out right was just kind of going like, <sighs> Yeah, was it like too dark or something? I can't remember. Or is that like literally just his no. reaction was yeah. not a positive one? Yeah, I think that was it. That, uh, that was just the fact that nothing was there. Okay. Magic doesn't appear on cameras or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's also, you know, that's a thing too, is that like, so if he, if magic doesn't work on him, like, why does he have any hope that he'll be able to be changed back? So that's the thing, isn't it? Um, and I think they do mention this, that uh, things like that can be reversed either by the sorcerer or if the sorcerer is killed. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Gotcha. So we know he's alive. a lot of things. That, that's what happened with uh, the source, the bug guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. So... That, that also brings up an interesting point of why is he, like, sticking them in his mouth and taking them out and not just killing every sor- sorcerer he comes across. Like, you'll find out when you find out. Yeah. I mean, maybe he doesn't like to eat people? <laughs> I'm not saying you should eat them. He didn't eat all of them, did he? No. Like I mean, technically, he didn't eat any of them. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. It's got standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, like, yeah, because that's basically what he does, is he, like, you know, he'll, he'll use his mouth if he needs to, because obviously it's, like, a set of super sharp teeth. But, um... And the only way to get, contact the guy inside. Yeah. So he, he puts them in his mouth, and then it's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna, like, swallow you now, so I'm just gonna, like, pull you out and then kill you with my little swords. Well, like, well he has to find out if, um... Oh, okay. The guy I, says, I yes. I guess, so, yeah, you don't really need to ask, is the point. I guess I see that now. Hmm. Okay. You can just yeah, kill them. Like, if you're gonna kill... Like, what is he... Once he found out Ebisu was the one in that scene, if you know, if he did, was he just gonna be like, well, okay, let's let her live. <laughs> no. He's gonna no. kill her, probably. No, no yeah. he'd have been... Oh, oh I guess he... <laughs> okay. I, I I was gonna say no. He was gonna be like, okay, what do we do now? We found her. What else? <laughs> well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? They, we, they we say like they're gonna find who it is and make them like change it back. Because I mm-hmm. do, I think they're kind of banking on the whole fact. Well, I think they're not banking on the fact that killing the sorcerer will, will undo it. I think they're kind of like it, that might not work out. So let's find the person and then make them change me back. Mm, okay, okay. That that kind of tracks then, I guess. Like, I was all like, yeah, well, like, really? He should just, like, be just, like, killing every wizard he finds, not sticking them in his mouth, because, like, what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Kaiman, you know, just doesn't have that much experience with magic users. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, you think he would... Amnesia, so makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, what if Kaiman was yeah. actually a um a, a sorcerer? And he turned himself into a wizard? Well, oh. no. No, no. <laughs> I doubt that he turned himself into one. But, like, you know, maybe he did something that, like, really, like, made, uh, what's her name, mad, you know? And Ebisoon. And Ebisoon, yeah, and it's all like, okay, well, you're, <laughs> you're just, we're just gonna stick you in the hole in, a, in this wizard form. Hmm. But probably not. He's probably just, you know, a normal person from the whole, but Is anybody there really normal? Yeah. Normal person for the whole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um also I was gonna ask, uh, have you watched the Netflix anime? I refuse to because I do not like the style of animation. Mm. That's, but I heard it's very fun. But so. There's an anime of Dora Hodor? Mm-hmm. Oh. On Netflix. Yeah. It's it's that standard like 3D style. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, that makes me think of like uh, Golden Kamui where they had like the 2D people and then the 3D bear that they fought. It's like the worst. Mm, okay. I feel like maybe that's But what... yeah, people people were saying like it gets you get kind of used to it with uh, the anime for Dora Hidoro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What What? What kind of wait, what do you mean by three D? Like I mean three D? No, that's that looks more two D. Yeah. Um is there is there like three D elements? To it, like like you were saying, the two D people and the three D bear, or is it like all three D? It's three D people. 
3D people. I mean, the whole point, you know, of course, is to make it look 2D. But when you see it move, I think you'll see more. Okay. Mm, that makes sense. Because I was think in my head, I was thinking of the style of like, um, either Spider-Man: The New Animated Series, you know, the Neil Patrick Harris voiced one, or Green Lantern: The Animated Series. Okay, yeah, something a little bit more like. I mean, Obviously, three D. Yeah, like something a little more Pixar-y, you mm-hmm. know, or DreamWorks, like kids three D animation style. No, yeah. I think this is probably closer to the Spider-Man the New Animated Series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I guess I was just interested. I'm glad that, you know, looking at the, the screenshot on uh, Taylan's phone, you know, it's not as bad as I maybe thought it was based on like your description. So maybe I'll still check it out. Yeah, I definitely think you should check it out. I just, like personally don't vibe with that kind of style makes me think of like um i don't remember which berserk it was where they did that 2017 probably that one yeah i just like thinking about 3d in general it always feels like a way of trying to make it cheaper yeah i'm looking at it and i don't love it it doesn't look very good okay it's kind of janky isn't it yeah, I I I can see it. I can see the 3D aspect in this image of Berserk, 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that one's a, that's a definitely one to skip. <laughs> uh, that's not even the wor- That's not even the worst part of that, an- that of that anime, and like you'll never notice the worst part until you watch it because all the sound effects are garbage. Oh no. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, that is weird. Oh, it's it's like choppy to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Which is I like I, w- I was told you get used to it, and I gotcha. kind of think it's it's one of those ones where like if you come to it not knowing the source material, you'll just like okay, roll with it. No, no, this it's such is... a shame too, because like that anime was released alongside like a three movie um, release that is done in like a much better 3D style with much better sound design. And, like, mm. that, the anime was supposed to, like, pick, like, the series back up, and then it ended after a season because it was bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for Prisoner. Yeah. This anime actually reminds me more of uh, Iron Man Armored Adventures, the mm. teenage Tony Stark. That's what I'm thinking of. A little bit. Or, or the... Uh, the team up Avengers movies, the like Iron Man and Hulk. Yeah, I see. Both oh of those. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm. So, do you think that they chose that art style for the anime for like creative reasons, or do you think it was like financial reasons? Pretty sure it's who they got to animate it. Because mm-hmm. sure. cause who's to say that that style of animation is is bad? Well, yeah, that's that's what I mean. You know, is it like, you know, is it cheaper to do it, or do you think like somebody felt like it really matched, like you know, it was, it was, it helped express the manga in their creative vision? Because it's like you know, the manga to me, like you know, seems very like 
you know, sketchy line work, you know? I was going to say they there's, like, totally people or, like, styles they could have went with that wouldn't have been, like, super hard on the hands or, like, time as far as, like, animating it. And they could have kept it very sketchy and dark and loose and it would have been fun is what I think. Um, I mean, that gets, a, gets into the whole thing of, like, we could talk about for hours whether 3D is cheaper versus 2D. And it's more of the whole thing of, you know, choosing to cut corners in 3D can make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Versus it actually just consistently being cheaper isn't isn't true at all. Um, so I think I should get some of your guys' opinions on it overall. The story. Yeah. Art. You say art? Or overall? It's just in general. I kind of want to hear what you guys think of it to wrap it up. I did not like it. I, and the, again, the, the reason why I wouldn't like any art is because the shapes were hard to make out. Like, when I was first reading it, there, the scene in particular of uh, them, you know, inter- like, when we first see Nakaido came in, that first scene, to me, there was some confusing, like, okay, what's this? What's that? And then when Cayman was having the dream of the guy inside of him coming out, I was like, what am I looking at right now? I don't... But but then, like, I read it a second time, and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I can see shapes now. I, I can see what you're saying. That still doesn't make it better because I feel like I shouldn't be able to see this the first read through. But yeah. So I did not like it. Art wise. The story. Oh, the the story was fine. Okay. Not not spectacular. Yeah, I feel like, you know, as far as like character design for me, I in like you know, certain attention to detail, like, you know, basically they, like, I feel like the artist for this is, like, very actually, like, detail-oriented and very, like, like, I'm trying to find the words to describe it, right, because it's, like, it's, like, knowing, you know, I, I guess, like, the best way I can say it is it's, like, when I have something that I might want to draw, you know, it's like I think of the whole picture, you know, and exactly like what it's going to be. But I feel like they have like a very like specific kind of like, okay, if I do this, then I'm not going to do this kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at this panel where like, uh, this character is like getting kicked in the face like really hard and it's like there's no background behind him you know no no details at all it's just white space and so it's like in the you know in the important thing is the boot in the face you know in the blood splatter that comes off of mm-hmm. it um and so it's just kind of like i don't know and and that all is very like fine detail but of course there's no detail in the background and so it's like i don't know it just like feels very calculated i guess like every everything seems like even though it's like maybe messy it feels calculated and precise at the same time 
Um, yeah, yeah, I would. And, I would agree with that. Like I, it's hard because I don't really enjoy the book because like the the plot is seemingly nonsensical, but <laughs> and like I guess I don't really identify with any of the characters. None of their their characters don't really make sense. Their motivations are sparse at best. But like I really enjoy the like what you're saying, Cody. Uh, and I think what sums it up best is like the visual design. It's like it, it seems like like it really speaks to me, even though I didn't enjoy like actually reading the book. Yeah, yeah. I think visual design is a good word for it to me too. Um, yeah, the style, I think, is probably what got me into it at first. And it's definitely one of those series where I'm very glad I did my usual thing of just reading as much of it as I could in one sitting. <laughs> uh, because, you know, taking, you know, being like, okay, I really like the like style of the art up to a certain point. I like that kind of messy, um, di- abysmal, not abysmal, like... Just kind of depressing environment, almost <laughs> depressive kind of stuff. Um, and just the weird comedy was kind of fun. And then it got to points where characters I liked got introduced. And then that was what I was here for. But you, <laughs> it says a lot that in the first, I think, probably two volumes, it does not have the characters I like. Mm. <laughs> Which isn't the greatest. Like... <laughs> I mean, I get that. That is kind of like, you know, just the nature of like having the format that we have where it's like, okay, well, I can't reasonably suggest volume three this week (laughs) when you haven't read. But I I think it says something about the story itself, though. Mm -hmm. If, you know, like, you've got to be able to get through the first volume and like hook people on something. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is really true. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, also, I think that, you know, it's it's really tough for me to say as far as, like, how I felt about the story a little bit, because it's like, in one way, I kind of, I do like it. I I think what I like is what it's <laughs> trying, what I think it's trying to say, you know? But I, on the other hand, it's like, when I first tried to read it, you know, and, and I'll, I'll give it the, a little bit of a benefit in that I was particularly, like, tired that week, like, something was, like, really wearing down on me, but I started to fall asleep while reading it. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's interesting, you know, it has, like, I, I feel like the, there's an element of curiosity where it's all like, okay, this doesn't make sense, but I want it to make it sense, you know? I mean, yeah, despite the fact that you said that, like, you were falling asleep uh, re- trying to read it the first time, I do think it's a story that, at the very least, I can say it's not generic and boring, it's definitely something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's different enough that it like leaves an impact for me at least. Yeah, I, I wouldn't first re- read just the first volume. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that like I was 
falling asleep because you know it was boring like you said it was like more like you know if my brain can't stay on a certain path where it's like okay i kind of have an idea of where we're going Mm. you know and what's going to happen next yeah (laughs) then i can stay with this but i was just like you know i'm like wait what's happening (laughs) huh (laughs) uh so yeah that's kind of where where it got tough just like the what's happening here Yeah, trying to keep up, like, your brain's trying to, like, absorb all this new information and then, like, contextualize it and just, like, process it all and then, like, put it in order. (laughs) It's it's a little bit much. Yeah. Especially when it doesn't feel like it's very focused. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, precisely, I think. That's a really good summation of, like, how my brain is working. (laughs) It's just, like, Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, essentially then overall, there's definitely good parts to it, but I'm not sure that I can say that I like, I really liked it, enjoyed it, you know, but there's, it's definitely, you know, sometimes like when there's, there's things that's all like, wow, you know, that part was so bad that it kind of just like, it makes me not really care about the other parts. Like this one is capable of appreciation but I still don't like it <laughs> yeah I guess God, it's it sucks all my favorite characters are like later <laughs> and I just want to talk about them <laughs> I, I, I can tell when I like a series because I will keep um I will go out of my way to find pictures of the characters I like and save them, or panels I like, you know, like, oh, this is particularly nice looking. And, like I said before, it says a lot that the first few volumes or so, like, probably the first two volumes didn't save anything from them. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's one of those series, I would say, if you want to give it a chance, you have the interest in, like, an edgy, weird, fun, bizarre story you gotta be in it for just like going with the flow it's the plot never feels like it's that concrete I would say though like Cody some of the like parallels you made between like um like the oppression some of the characters are facing and like the unfair hierarchy is stuff like I didn't consider but totally do are like bigger themes and it's unfortunate that, like, the story is trying to do bigger stuff like that. But, like, even someone like me who has read most of it and it enjoyed most of it just didn't really see that. Yeah. Also, uh, another thing that I kind of wanted to, like, potentially point out is that you said that this is, like, an eight-part series, but it's essentially finished. I didn't say eight, did I? Oh. I I, I was just using um, a fraction, like, because I'm okay. seven-eighths of the way through. Oh, the last part didn't come out yet. It, I think I think it actually might be around maybe that many volumes. I don't remember yeah, it, at the moment. I did a little bit of Googling and, like, trying to find out, like, if uh, the studio who did, like, the adaptation has, like, done anything else similar. And they have, but it's not really that important. But uh, apparently it finished in 2017, and the last, like, collected volume was released in 2018. 
Okay. All right. Maybe it has been a while since I read it. <laughs> Stop. Don't worry. Time isn't real. It's all fake. Nothing matters. Not linear. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that there might be something to, like, you know, A, you know, it's a completed story, you know? And so, and I think that, like, there might be something to what Jake was saying before, where, like, you know... And I'm not saying, like, maybe the pointillism metaphor isn't quite right, <laughs> but I think that maybe being able to get through the whole thing would be a little helpful. And then, like, also the reread, being able to, like, you know, whether it's the art or the plot, you know, whichever, it's like there's something that, like, kind of distracts you <laughs> in this book. And then once you can get past that and try again, you know, then it starts to sink a little deeper into you. And so I think that that's maybe where this book, you know, has a little bit of uh, a, a little magic trick. Uh, I, I see what you did there with little magic trick. Because <laughs> they're, they're wizards. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. touching on it too much. Um, I think some of the problems I have with the plot are not only that it does feel unfocused, because like you were saying, like maybe rereading it would help out with that, and like actually being able to enjoy it as a finished product would help with that. I think the problem is that some like some characters seem very good for no real reason, and some characters seem very bad for no real reason, as far as like morals. Mm. And then putting them at different parts of like the like, I'm for this, or I'm for this, like, their different opinions kind of makes it hard to, like, actually have a conversation about it when it seems very clear-cut who is right, or who is good and who is bad. Separate from their, like, positions, as far as, like, their moral positions on the whole conundrum. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, I'd say if you meet the villain, who is one of my favorite characters, but for d very dumb reasons, um, everyone else is terrible. You'll... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like the villain, just like it's it's the whole thing of like with the villains, where like, aha, I've killed this person who is on my side, and it's like not going to tell anybody about it. It's like, well, why did you do it? Mm. They they were like insignificant. Like there was no point to this. And everybody's uh, like, oh no, they're dead. It's like, I guess that means they're super evil. Cool. Like, mm. just there's no point to it. It's all oh, bad things to do bad things, but also meanwhile trying to argue moral points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, um... I guess. I, I don't think we can get into that too much. Yeah, obviously, because we haven't even met the villain. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Wait, uh, sort of. Sort of. Okay, so we, we, we yeah. have sort of, a villain. Ah, we met one of the villain's persona. sides. Mm -hmm. Yes. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I just, I, Read I the guess book to find it, out. It's definitely Fujita. I'm changing my answer. It's Fujita. 
<laughs> okay, can you can you explain the mechanism by which like we haven't met the villain's persona? Like, is it like wandering spirit who like takes over people's bodies? Is it? Is it? Do you like, think I understand? Do you think it makes sense? That's the whole problem. Okay, the thing is, I do think I missed like one chapter that like explains it, but. <laughs> The like the fact that it doesn't make sense still missing like the like tiniest bit I did is like kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there are, there are different versions of like oh I didn't know I was the villain all along and like how that trope works. Like it's oh you have a secret um like personality that was forced on you. You have well the author has a gross mister misunderstanding of how dissociative identity disorder works and. Like, other stuff like that, where it's like, you didn't know because it was impossible for you to know, you didn't know because you never wanted to know, but I did all this stuff for you, like, stuff like that. But it's like, I want to know the mechanism. (laughs) She's shrugging. I guess you can't explain. There's there's no words I can say that will be like, make it make sense. (laughs) <laughs> it can't make sense. Uh, I accept that challenge. I guess. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Fine. You read the entire series and you try to explain it to me. I guess I can rest not knowing and not understanding because I'm not that interested in it. So. Yeah, that it feels very yeah, anticlimactic like and like not satisfying. Yeah, if you get into the series, if you get into the series. Do it for do it if you like uh, certain characters. That's what I would say. The plot itself is like what half the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I'm, like I'm sure there's people who would disagree with me about that. Who've like read that one chapter that I missed and are like, "Well, it makes perfect sense. You're just wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna take the cheater's way and maybe just look at on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after the show. Just, oh. Don't spoil it everywhere. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, you just shouldn't spoil it on public radio, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair Read enough. Read the book. <laughs> if you feel unsatisfied with Shawinta's explanation of what the villain is, continue. Or lack reading. thereof. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love the villain. I love characters who do bad things for no darn reason. <laughs> oh my god. See, that's probably why I'm not going to finish the series, because if it's just people doing things for no reason, then, like, I don't understand why I should keep reading. Because <laughs> if people will just do whatever, whenever, then, like, why? Mm-hmm. Why am I? Why do I care? Mm-hmm. There is so much that happens where I'm like, why? Why would you do this? <laughs> this upends the stakes entirely. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess one final note is that, like, you know, part of me wants to be a little hard on this series, like, as a whole, and, like, the lack of plot, but also... There's lots of, like, comics, you know, long-running long comics, you know, American comics, where it's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Are you... 
like this is not followable. This is like so <laughs> convoluted. So like you know, just coming in with some convolution, it's like eh, it mm. could be worse. <laughs> I I have to reiterate that I love this series. It is probably one of my favorites, and I love the characters. A lot of the side characters are really fun. Um, I love the art for the most part <laughs> despite its flaws um because I'm a big anatomy nerd so I care about that but I think in this case it doesn't matter and the story I will allow it to keep going <laughs> as it does well with that I the, so like despite everything I love it read it try it out okay yeah well with that I think that um we are going to end the show. This has been the comic panel on KSUA 91.5 FM. I'm Cody. I'm Taylor. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel, It's Comic Time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at The underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.